He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 28 is on page 373. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my strength. Think no scorn of me, lest if thou makest though thou hearest not, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my humble petitions when I cry unto thee, when I hold up my hands toward the mercy seat of thy holy temple. O pluck me not away, neither destroy me with the ungodly and wicked doers, which speak friendly to their neighbors, but imagine mischief in their hearts. Reward them according to their deeds, and according to the wickedness of their own inventions. Recompense them after the work of their hands. Pay them that they have deserved. For they regard not in their mind the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. Therefore shall he break them down, and not build them up. Praised be the Lord, for he hath heard the voice of my humble petitions. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart hath trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart danceth for joy, and in my song will I praise him. The Lord is my strength, and he is the wholesome defense of his anointed. O save thy people, and give thy blessing unto thine inheritance. Feed them, and set them up forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twentieth verse of the fifteenth chapter of the book of Exodus. And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrel and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. 
So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Now when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them, and said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve wells of water and seventy palm trees. So they camped there by the waters. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, Help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the third chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing 
and hope firm to the end. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works forty years. Therefore I was angry with that generation, and said, They always go astray in their heart, and they have, no, no, they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath that they shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end, while it is said, Today, if you will, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion. For who, having heard, rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt, led by Moses? Now, with whom was he angry forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see that we could not enter in because of unbelief. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Mighty Father, who hast given thine only Son to die for our sins, 
and to rise again for our justification. Grant us so to be put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve the impureness of living and truth, through the merits of the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our chapter from Exodus today is, it's kind of humorous in a way. We've had this, this uh, big celebration, the great victory of God, and everyone's all happy, praise the Lord, he saved us. And then they encounter one hardship with no water, and they're immediately complaining and murmuring and about it. And uh, and this kind of is is sort of a a uh, it reveals a pattern for the spiritual life of, of of spiritual infancy, where our faith is based on you know when God does good things we praise Him, and then this minute we have any kind of hardship we you know we we, we bitch and moan about how bad life is and why is God doing this to me, and in fact Israel in this in the whole narrative of the Exodus into the wilderness is a um, example of spiritual immaturity that we must grow through in order to, to make progress in the faith. And so we're, we, we're, to understand our overall typology, Israel's come out of Egypt and the Exodus to freedom. This is like baptism. We, we're, we're brought out of slavery to sin in Christ through the waters of baptism into freedom. But then what's ahead of us is a wilderness before the promised land. So by the typology of the Old Testament, it teaches us that the Christian life is a time of testing preparatory to entering into the fullness of what God has promised us. And therefore, any idea, you know, the idea that we can, um, that we're saved, it's all great, and we can avoid temptation and testing is just thoroughly non-biblical. And it's interesting that, that there's a kind of cryptic passage in Exodus 15 where it says God tested them there. And this is the idea, okay, we're going to see you're all praising me. Now let's just give you a little hardship and see what happens here. And the test didn't go that well. It was kind of a warning. And this will be a recurring theme in the wilderness when we, as we move along here, that, that, that this is what will, will more often than not happen. Now when we get into our, our lesson from Hebrews what the the author to Hebrews is doing is framing the life of the first century Jewish Christians in Israel in terms of the narrative of Israel. He's saying, you're living in the same narrative. You've been brought out of slavery. You've been, you've been led to freedom by Christ, fulfilling the whole Exodus narrative. And now you're having a time of testing where um, you're, you're, you're 
encountering hardships. And so he applies Psalm 95, and we'll recognize this as the Psalm you know, in Eastertide. We, we, um, we say Pascha Nostrum for the 40 days in, in, instead of Psalm 95. We, we go back to Psalm 95 in uh, the, the longer Trinity season, which tells which where's this this line that Hebrews is going to play off of for a little while today if you will hear his voice harden not your hearts and he and this is God later on um, telling Israel to learn the lesson of the wilderness that that I saved these people from Egypt and they 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 didn't um, they hardened their hearts and weren't faithful in the wilderness. Didn't trust me. Didn't stay in relationship with me. Trust that I would provide for them. Instead, they complained. And, and now he complained. But in their discomfort, they ran to unfaithfulness to 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 solve the discomfort rather than waiting upon God. And that's the that's the basic thing that a test presents us with is, are we going to run to satisfy our discomfort in our own way? Are we going to wait in our discomfort upon God? And of course, in the spiritual life, the discomfort, we talk about this as a sort of exiled emotionality that gets stirred up. We, we, we should look at that. What's that about? And how do we heal some of that? But we're going to wait God upon God instead of running off into unfaithful behavior. And so this narrative applies to the Christians in, in first century Israel. It's, it's, you know, you're being tested. You've come to Christ, but now you've been kicked out of the synagogue and now you're, you're, you're encountering trials. Um, and so uh, if you hear his voice, if you learn the lesson, don't be spiritual infants like Israel was. They are the negative lesson. Now we have the lesson of Christ who in his wilderness temptation said no three times to the to the evil one, uh, hung on to the word of God, persevered through it, and received God's approval in in you know on the other side, both at the end of the wilderness temptation and, and in the resurrection. So this teaches us that the Christian life involves trial. But but that um, we living in Christ now are to follow his example of faithfulness, faithfully enduring through the difficulties, knowing that God will in his good time um, relieve the difficulty and that the end result of this is resurrection and the life in the world to come. And not to follow the negative example of Israel, who every time things got hard, just complained. Now... The only thing to add to that sort of in conclusion is um, when things get hard and we, we're, we're experiencing, you know, trial and suffering, um, expressing the emotional reality of that trial and suffering to God in our prayer is part of faithful endurance. We see this especially in the Psalms. You know, we, we pray, you know, and we, we realize that life can be difficult. It's not denying like, oh, it's all great. God will, God will save us, you know, and, and acting like things that are painful aren't painful. Uh, faithfulness involves bringing all of the reality of the pain and struggle into our lives of prayer and sharing it with one another in community where we're all struggling with various things and faithfully persevering together through that. So we're not denying that it's difficult. We're facing it, processing it, but we're not allowing 
the difficulty, the challenge to lead us to become unfaithful. We hold on to God in the midst of the difficulty. And that's uh, how we hear his voice and harden out our hearts. A few thoughts on today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you this morning. Have a good Thursday. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody.